Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you will use this city as a tool of witness in the lives of those who are struggling to live godly for you. I pray that it will bring deliverance and set the captive free. Lord, as it goes beyond the prison walls, the highway and byways, that it will compel those to come unto you. Lord, those that are struggling, that they'll begin to live victoriously. And Lord, when that race is over and it is all finished, Lord, they can come unto you and you will say, Well done, thy good and faithful servant. In Jesus' name. In the book of St. Matthews, the 17th chapter and the 20th verse, I want something to happen for those of you that's in this ministry this week. And I want God to really give you a turnaround. How many need something to happen for you this week? How many of y'all need a turnaround this week? You don't need it next week, but you need it this week. Starting today on to Friday, you're looking for something. I know God's going to perform it because I'm looking for it. How many of y'all looking for a financial breakthrough? How many of you need a financial breakthrough? How many of you got some things up before God you need him to work out before Friday? Come on, I'm talking to you today. Amen. In the scripture here in St. Matthew 17 and 20, it said, And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, If ye have faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye shall speak unto this mountain, and remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto thee. Somebody say amen. amen. And nothing shall be impossible unto thee. Speak your results. Whatever you want your outcome to be, speak it in the atmosphere, and God's going to turn it around for you. Speak your results. If you want it by tomorrow, say it out of your mouth. If you want it by before Friday, say it out of your mouth. But look at somebody behind you and say, neighbor, I just want to tell you. You need to speak your results. Whatever you want it, how you want it. Say it out of your mouth. God go honor what you say. Oh, hallelujah. Praise him. Somebody say Hallelujah. I need some faith to come up in here. I need you to believe God for the impossible. The Bible tells us that and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. Grab your neighbor by the hand and say, neighbor, I just want to tell you. God can do anything. I don't care what it is, God can do anything. You may be seated here, but Shonda. Woo! I feel some miracles here for the end of the week. Somebody say hallelujah. I don't care who you sitting by. You tell them, say, I, this is the victory road. This road got victory. Come on, shine my mind. Hallelujah. Come on, tell them, say, this is the victory road. I got victory on this road. God told me, he said, when you get to Aiken, speak victory over new life. And tell new life, you got victory. Everybody in new life got victory here. And y'all better get ready for the praise to go through. When the praises go up, the blessings come down.
tell your neighbor you got life in everything that you do. Life means that it's alive. Somebody say hallelujah. I want to, I just want to revelate this scripture to you. I want to speak by revelation because I want you to understand that God is up to something. Everywhere I go, I've been preaching. I've been preaching a mass deliverance, a mass faith, a move of God like never before. Because I feel like that the church world has been down too long. And we have waited and waited and waited, and we have not seen manifestation. So what I'm doing as I go along, I'm telling everybody, you get ready for manifestation. He that will come, shall come. Though he tarry, wait on him. When he speak, he will not lie. His word cannot turn back void. If he said it, he will do it. Somebody say hallelujah. And I've been telling everybody, I don't care who's standing in your way. I don't care what devil said, you ain't going to make it. I don't care who got your papers and holding them up. You better tell the devil, you're going to lose my papers. Because I'm getting ready to come free. I'm coming out. Come on, somebody. How many of y'all believe this is your day? I wish y'all would get crazy in here and start believing. This is my time. Somebody say hallelujah. Amen. Let's say amen. When God, when you, when you receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, you receive power. Once you receive power, that power is just not to bring you out of the world and you turn, you, you turn from all your sins, in which we're supposed to do when you first get saved. You're supposed to sanctify yourself and walk in the newness of life. But God also gives you power as you grow in the Lord, in the word of God, so that you can be able to to command those things that be not as though they were. It's good to have a prophet and a teacher and all those things in the church, but if they don't come to your rescue, you got to know through the word, through assurance, that God said what he said in his word, that it's not going to turn back void. And what the enemy is trying to do in these last in few days is he's trying to make the saints not wait patiently on God or he's whispering in their minds on the sideline, he's not going to do that. You just believe in that for nothing. It ain't going to come to pass. Even the saints have started saying, I pay my tithe. They're questioning now whether they pay, when they pay their tithes, whether it, that's going to get them in line for a blessing. Now the Bible is the infallible word of God. Nothing in that Bible is infallible. And the Bible said, if you pay your tithes and your offering, he said, I will not, will I not open the windows of heaven, pour you out blessing. You might not receive it now, but it's on the way. Oh, somebody say hallelujah. Don't you let the enemy make you second guess what the word of God say. The word of God was written by the inspiration of the Holy Ghost. It was not written by men own interpretation, but it was given to them by the inspiration of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost gave them those words to write in the Bible. And when they wrote those words, it was that we might have life and have it that more abundantly. Oh, somebody say hallelujah. Come on up in here. Let's say amen. Don't you get excited in this hour about some prophet. If they don't prophesy to me, don't get excited about prophecy going to cease. But you better get excited about the word of God. Because it's the only sure thing. Sometimes they might be false prophets. But the word of God will live forever. In him I live. In him I move. In him I have my beings. Everything I need is in him. 
results. The disciples got happy because they was able, they was they did a little miracle and they was able to see something happen. And they got happy in this scripture because they was able to see a demon come out. But no, don't get happy because you got the victory today. You better continue to the end because the race is not given to the swift. Neither is it given to the strong, but it's given to them that hold out and go to the end. Tap somebody by the tap somebody next to them and say, I'm going to the end. Say, I'm going to the end. God put the word in your mouth that you might be able to speak. And he said, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. So when you begin to speak and say what God has commanded you to say, after you have received the Holy Ghost. Now, some people are saying this stuff and they ain't got the Holy Ghost. Ain't no power behind that. Because you can't say you belong to God but by the Holy Ghost. Now, don't get yourself mixed up and say, I ain't got the Holy Ghost. I can just speak. No, no. You need the Holy Ghost. I ain't talking about no ta-ta-ta. You need the Holy Ghost. With the evidence of speaking in tongues. Because a lot of these folks saying they don't have to have the Holy Ghost. But I'm still going back and saying, you got to be filled with the Holy Ghost. You have to be baptized in water in Jesus' name. A lot of these folk don't want, to, want the Holy Ghost. And they got this new church, this new thing going on in the church now. It's a new thing. And they all of them just worship, call themselves praising. And ain't nobody got saved. I don't go with that church. I don't go with this millennium church. Now y'all can go with it, but I don't go with it. You just do anything. You just come to church, no conviction, no kind of salvation. No, you got to get on this altar and get saved. I'm from the old school. I believe in people getting saved. I believe when they get up, they ought to have the Holy Ghost. And that Holy Ghost is supposed to bring a life-changing experience in them. And they're supposed to get up and walk right. If you shacking, you got to tell that man to get out of that house. Come on here. If you drinking, you got to stop drinking liquor. You don't take no social drink at the party. Oh, I believe in right living. Come on here. You gambling, you got to stop gambling. You got to do right. Praise God. Righteousness exalts a nation. Sin is a reproach to any people. If you sin, it'll pull you down. But if you hold up Jesus, Jesus will hold you up. Somebody say hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. The devil ain't going to trip me up. Because the devil is trying to, trying to bring a lukewarm church into the body of Christ. But the devil ain't going to trip me up. I know holiness is right. I know it's right to live right. I know it's right to do right. I know it's right to take God at his word. The antichrist is coming. And the devil going to get up in the apostolic church. If we don't watch out, he's going to trip us up. But those of you that are vigilant and sober, you keep your eyes open. You know what it takes to be right. You hold on to it. Come on here. You know, the enemy, the enemy is, is, is uh, shrewd. He's getting up in the church. He's got a cunning spirit. Bringing false doctrine in the church. If the preachers don't listen closely, the devil will be done got up in there. And people will be shouting with a false spirit on them. They'll be speaking in some kind of tongue. It won't be the Holy Ghost. Well, somebody say hallelujah. They always saying, you know, the new thing. Now, these young folk ain't going to come to church because they ain't going to do all that. Let me tell you. I was saved in my young age, 13, 14. And the same doctrine they teach it now, it was good enough for me. 
and it's good enough for them. They don't want to be saved. That's why they're fighting against it. But when you put the word to them, if they want, they'll yield to it. I yielded to it when the football games were going on out there. I yielded to it when they was going to the prom. I yielded to it when everybody was out there running in the streets, partying. I stayed with God. And when you stay with God, you're going to get some benefits. Because if you stay with God long enough, God will bless your life. I'm still saved. I'm the mayor of the city. I control the city. But I'm baptized in Jesus' name. I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. I got a double determination to make it. Y'all ain't saying nothing to him. Hallelujah! And if I had not been filled with the Holy Ghost, I wouldn't be where I am today. But it's the Holy Ghost that brought me. It's the Holy Ghost that kept me. It's the Holy Ghost that got his hands on me. Somebody say hallelujah. You better know that God is real. Oh! Somebody say hallelujah. It's the Holy Ghost. Somebody say it's the Holy Ghost. Somebody say hallelujah. Don't you let the devil pull you out of here and put you somewhere. Have you thinking this too hard for you? The Bible said, take my yoke upon you. Learn of me. For my yoke is easy. And my burdens are light. You come on in here and learn of Jesus. Learn how to live for him. Learn how to walk right. Learn how to please him. Learn how to talk right. He'll be your God. And you will be his people. Somebody say hallelujah. Come on say hallelujah. The, the people are saying that it's too hard. I can't make it. We will say, we will say young age. I ain't never got out the church. I wasn't always right all the time, but I stayed in the church. I didn't always think right and do right, but I stayed with God. I said, Lord, I'm going to stay with you until I get it right. I said, I, I want to leave, but I'm going to stay here until I get it right. I said, I'm going to sit here until I armor myself under the mighty hands of God, because I know in due season, he will exalt me if I stay right here. Oh, somebody say hallelujah. You ain't going to always be right. But you got to stay somewhere. Somebody say hallelujah. It, it, we are living in perilous time. We're living in time that people that look in your face in the church and tell, tell you a lie. They'll look right in your eyes. People will tell you they didn't steal your money and have it in their pocket. Y'all better get your discerning on. Come on here. I'm preaching right now. This is the kind of time we're living in, Bishop, where people will take everything from you. Oh, y'all ain't saying nothing. Come on here. People will look at you and be ready to cut your throat. You better make sure you got the Holy Ghost and that you got power in your life and you got fire. Somebody said fire. Somebody said fire. Not only he going to baptize with the Holy Ghost, but he going to give us some fire. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Come on, I'm almost finished. I'm almost finished. The anointing of God is the power of God to accomplish anything you need to accomplish. And, and let us put a seal on what we need to do to speak the results. Don't deal with details. Don't worry about how it's going to be done. Speak it out of your mouth and say it's going to be done. 
I'm going to give you an example. If you need a car right now, and you know you need a car to get back and forth to work, and your car is tore up, and your credit is 450 but ain't nowhere in the Bible. If it's in there, let me tell you to worry about your credit. It's good to have good credit, but if you don't, it, you, it don't negate the fact that you can believe God anyway. You get in the details of something, and start saying, well, how is this going to be? Because I don't even have good credit. The pastor telling me to speak it, but my credit is bad. I need a house, and I'm trying to negotiate this business, but my credit is bad. If you get into the details of it, you're going to never see God. He said, if you can have the faith of a grain of mustard seed, you can speak to the mountain. The mountain might be your bad credit. Speak to the mountain. Say, hide it from the creditors. Oh, I'm a dance in a minute. I feel a dance coming on me. And I got excited about the word. I know the doctor may say that you have cancer, diabetes, high blood pressure, or you may have different conditions. But you cannot get into the details how God is going to heal me. If you read it, it said he was wounded for my transgression. He was bruised for my what? The chastisement. Peace was what? Tell arthritis, tell cancer, tell bursitis, tell anything that's fighting you. You got to get out of here. Oh! Come on here. Say, so you got to go. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Praise him. But with his stripes. Now, he's coming in. The doctor may come in and say, you know, I can't get your blood pressure under control. You look at him and say, I hear what you're saying. But with his stripes. I need some Bible-believing folk right now. Somebody in your family might have cancer. And they're giving him three days to live in a call hospital. But you go in there and say, but with his stripes. Come on here. Hallelujah. One of my members are... Was in the hospital, and they called me this morning, and they said, I want you to pray. And we started praying, and they started crying, and we just started praying on the floor. I was sitting in the chair, and we just started praying. And we prayed until I prayed them out of ICU this morning. The devil ain't going to stop me, Bishop. Because I know what God can do. A lot of folk talking about what God can do, but I know what God can do. Prayer works all the time. Somebody said hallelujah. They said they came and said, you know what? They're getting ready to move me in another room. I'm going to a regular room. I said, I know you are, because when you hear from the man of God, something got to happen for you. Something good gonna happen for you, honey. It got to happen for you. Somebody said it got to happen. Tell your neighbor something got to happen for you. He was wounded for my transgression, bruised for my iniquities. And the chastisement of my peace was upon him. Let's say amen. Please don't reduce God to your your thinking. All right, now, in Isaiah, the 55th chapter, 8th and 9th verse, I'm finna bring it on home. But I'm preaching something here because I know we're finna be helped today. Somebody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. It says, Isaiah 55, 8 and 9. You know this. It says that for my thoughts... And not your thoughts. Where I want to live might not be where you want me to live. 
Where I want to work might not be. But you know, anytime God interrupts you, he got better. <laughs> tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, I just come to tell you, you got some better things coming to you. Say, the devil been trying to stop you, but your better days are here. Oh, tell somebody, say, you got something better coming to you. Say, you, 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 you almost gave up, but you looked up and seen the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. You got more money coming to you, Sister Harris, because the better days. Somebody said better days, better days, better days. New life, better days are coming down here. Get ready for the better days. He said, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heaven are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. And my thoughts are not your thoughts. When the enemy put these thoughts in your mind and start telling you that you're not going to make it, you're going to lose your house, you're going to get fired, things are going to happen, your children are never going to get saved, things are just going to happen, you all got to start rebuking the hand of the enemy, and you got to start telling the enemy, you get out of my mind. You a liar. You spoke that to me, but I rebuke you in Jesus' name. And you got to plead the blood, and you got to bring your thoughts under subjection to the Holy Ghost. You got to bring every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God under subjection of the Holy Ghost, that you might be saved. Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. Everything that's fighting against you, you got to fight against it. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Everything come against you, you got to start coming against it. You, you tell the devil, I'm not going to lose my mind. I'm not going crazy. You start telling your wayfaring children that's out there in the street, I command, point that thing at them, say, I command you to be saved. And I bind that devil in you that's been hindering you, and I curse that thing you and come out of there because you coming, you're going to do right. And when you start speaking to their spirits and speaking to their minds, you're going to see a change come. Somebody say hallelujah. See, the power of God is in you. You got to exercise the Holy Ghost in you. If you don't exercise that thing in you, it's it's going to lie dormant. But what you got to do, you got to wake it up and stir it up and start speaking out. Speak those things that God put in your mouth. Somebody say hallelujah. Speak over yourself. Speak over yourself. Sometime I get up in the morning, I say I'm healed. And something be hurting me, I say I'm healed in Jesus' name. I keep saying it till the pain go away. Let me tell y'all something. I'm going, I'm going to sit down. When I didn't have money, and I know what the power, when I didn't have money and had enough money, I'm not saying I have a lot of money, but I have, I have some money to do some things now. But when I didn't have nothing, I went to the Lord, and I was on Sprinkle Avenue, that was in 1984. I went to the Lord, and I said, Lord, I said, you said that you came that I might have life and have it more abundantly. I cannot preach the word and go forth when I don't have a dime. Y'all gotta, y'all, we as saints gotta take hold on this poverty spirit and this don't have spirit. There's too many people in the apostolic church that the world is looking at us and they're saying we don't have nothing, we're pitiful and we got saved, we lost everything. I know what they say, I've been in this church a long time. So they've been, they said it. But we gotta take hold to the spirit. I went to the, I went to the Lord in prayer, just like a crack addict go to God or a cancer patient when they want to be healed. And I got on the altar and I began to talk to him. I said, make haste to deliver me. I said, I cannot live like this. I said, I want money. Money answers all things. I want to have a nice home. I'm tired of driving the raglan's car in town. 
I'm talking about me now. I'm tired of living in, in other people's house and it's tore up and I ain't got and I got the rent. I said, I want a home to live in. I want nice things. I said, God, I'm living holy. I'm not fornicating. I'm not committing adultery. I'm trying to live the best I can. And I said, you said that righteousness exalts you. Sin is reproach to any people. And I said, I want the best of everything. And God didn't do it that year. He didn't do it the next year. But when the floods gate, gate, gate opened, but when God started doing it, all of you that don't have something, you go to God and say, I'm tired of being broke. I'm tired of living from paycheck to paycheck. I'm tired of these folk on this job talking to me any kind of way. And I can't leave because I need this job so bad. But you start telling the Lord, said, Lord, I rebuke the hand of the enemy. And, if, and Lord, I don't want any way you bless me because you don't want any way you bless me. I really want a blessing. I want you to open the windows of heaven and pull me out blessings. I want to drive good. I want to look good. I want to smell good. I want to act good. I want to do good things and let me tell you my brothers and sisters if you stay there long enough he'll let your enemies see you ride on the high place of the earth and eat the heritage of Jacob the Lord will prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies your enemies will see you blessed your enemies got to call you blessed somebody say hallelujah when I started my church I didn't have no church like this this nice for what we started we had a hole in the floor I had a two by four over the hole we had windows. We spray-painted spray the windows with brown paint. We baptized the people in the bathroom in the bathtub. I said, y'all, put, get laid out, sit down and pull your knees up. I got to take you back. Then I got to baptize your knees because your knees out. Y'all laughed, but I had to do what I could do. Nobody wouldn't let me use the pool. And I was trying to obey the word of God. And when they come in, they got saved. I said, I got to baptize you. And they got in there, got down there with the knees up. They, they laid down with the knees up like this. And I took them on back. Come on here. Let's say amen. But, but, but God, when God finished, look at the finished product now. I got me a good pool. I got warm water in there. I used to have to baptize them in cold water. But now I baptize them in hot water. Somebody say yes. Won't he bring you? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? If you stay with him, he'll do it for you. You might be down today, but the day ain't over yet. God got a turnaround for you. Oh, hallelujah. And let me tell y'all this. People used to drive by our church on Sprinkle, and they would laugh at us. Why Butler got them people over there and they apostolic and it looks so dusty. I said, that's all right. Don't worry about us. But look, I'm on Broad Street now. All them devils got to drive by. They be asking me, can I use your church? And sometimes the devil get in me. And I said, I don't know. You laughed at me so bad. Now you want to use something. Don't come asking me nothing. But when I was crawling, you didn't even know me. Let me tell y'all something. God going to bless y'all for all the people that say you wasn't going to make it. And all the people praying that you don't make. That's why God got to bless you. When they drive by Broughton, they got to look at our church. When they look on, what y'all got this day? Don't worry about what we got. Keep on sniggling. And keep on laughing. Because your laughter have made me blessed. Come on. 
the Pentecost, the Apostolic Church, we have gone through so much ridicule, Bishop Frazier and Bishop Haynes, and we have suffered a lot of things for the name of Christ. Things that we have taught our saints and we have stood on, people have ridiculed us for teaching them what we felt was right and what we felt would make them different from the world. And we have gone through something, but God is letting the real church stand up and be blessed. I told the Lord, I said, I do not want to leave this world. And I don't want the saints to leave this world without having what God said you can have. I don't. Don't y'all sit in this church and ever second-guess God. This is not the stop, the last stop for this church. God got a place. Because he got the blessed bishop and Sister Haynes for the sacrifice they made. They made some strong sacrifices. Bishop stopped working on his good job, paying good money. His wife working, and she sac- they sacrifice for the ministry. But God going to bless. Wow! Y'all ain't somebody dance with us. Y'all ain't dance with us. I said, God going to bless. Sister Tanya, God don't bless for the sacrifice of the need. When you make that sacrifice, don't worry about Deacon Tanya. God don't bless for the sacrifice. For the sacrifice. Somebody say the sacrifice. Somebody say hallelujah for the sacrifice, Bishop. Somebody say hallelujah. Those that have sacrificed and gone through, God going to bless for the sacrifice you made. That's what the Lord gave me to say. For the sacrifice. I remember when my car was the raggedest car in town, and I asked God to bless me. And the saints don't understand sometimes when I say I'm going to get something, I go get it. I don't care what they say. And the Lord just blessed me. They get me a, a Lexus. I wanted it. I got it. And I'm driving it. And anything I want, I go get it. Because I ain't giving God no half life. I'm living for him. And as long as I live for him, I'm going to speak to every mountain. And the mountain going to be moved. Tell your neighbor, as long as you live for him, you speak to every mountain. And every mountain going to be moved. Said mountains going to be moved before Friday. Say you coming into something. If you believe it, give him a praise in here. Thank you, Father. I got to give you thanks. Because, Lord, everything that you have done, I didn't look at it now. I thank you, Lord, for the release of every chain. Everywhere I go, God, I got to give you praise because you have heard my cry. We have been smothered by the grace of God, and it has brought us joy. Therefore, Lord, we was able to make a joyful noise in this city. We have learned to forgive, and with that in mind, God, I just can't stop praising you. 
In the name of Jesus, we give you praise. Amen.